welcome to Reddit on Reddit, the internet's, we hope, auditory version of Reddit. <laughs> I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Cambo Campbell. Uh, things have changed, Nelson. I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's <laughs> Nothing is the same anymore, because normally when I sit down to do this podcast, across from the table is you. And yes. while that is still technically true, you are now in a screen. Yes, I've been trapped here yeah. for many weeks. <laughs> it's kind of like the movie Tron. Tra- you're, you're trapped inside the machine. Yes, I've been searching for the wizard to let me out, <laughs> but uh, can't find that yellow brick road yet, so <laughs> yeah, working so on it. Maybe we should just let people know, as I'm sure you've probably heard in many of your podcasts this, this week, but we're, we're recording remotely, uh, which yes. means we're not, not in the same location. They're probably weird to, like talking over each other like we just did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get used to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so the sad thing is, and I think for like 160 odd episodes, we would say, "Oh, we we can't quite work out the equipment. We can't get the sound to be good." And then we did, and and people actually were like, "Congratulations! It actually sounds great now." And now yeah. we're back to square one. Yeah, all the way back. <laughs> um, but hopefully, it should be fine. We I think the funniest thing is we did some testing throughout the week. Mm. And there was never a day where we're like, yep, this is it. This no. We got it now. <laughs> this is the best yeah. result. Even <clears throat> just now, I feel like we only just did this trial of a setup in the last few minutes. Mm. And we we're like, this is probably the best option we've got. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so hopefully uh, hopefully it sounds okay. Hopefully it comes together all right. <laughs> or and- you might never hear this episode. Yeah. And- <laughs> We we'll just have to pack it in. Nelson, we've never let quality stop an episode releasing. You know that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. What, who am I kidding? <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, I actually wanted to uh, bring up a bit of a story, I think. Sure. That, because I think this whole COVID situation has had some interesting... It, it's created interesting dynamics in, in various different ways. Uh and some kind of almost um, as a there's a not even a, a direct correlation toward one particular instance I want to talk about is I I occasionally get a coffee uh, in my building at a at a cafe downstairs and um, I I've I've been there so frequently that I walk in and she's like hey just the usual and I go yes please that's the dream I think is to be able to walk into somewhere and they say the usual and I'm like yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm living the dream, Camber. You really are. I mean, um, it's taken like a pandemic and a lockdown to get there. Yeah. But yeah. Whatever you got to do to achieve your <laughs> yeah. dreams. You know what? It's more of a weird nightmare. <laughs> it's like a nightmare where it started with me having sex with a beautiful lady, and then you know, <laughs> and then it turned out she was an alien. You know, like the starts good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but the, the problem that I've had so far is even though like before COVID I've gone down there and, uh, we have like a quick chat. It's just like, Hey, how's it going? Good. How you going? Yeah. Good. But she's normally like busy. So she can't really speak. She's making coffees for more people. It's like, I do the payment. That's it. Um, but this time, cause she's so much quieter. The first day it was like, uh, hey, how's it going? Oh, more chatting, like, oh, this is so crazy. I can't believe you've got no customers and it's really hard for you. And tell me about what's been going on, you know, how you've been dealing with this. 
Um, and so we went through all that and I was like, okay, cool. Thanks. See you tomorrow. And then we went back down the next day and I was like, all right, more of the same conversation. <laughs> like, oh, COVID's still really screwing things up. Yeah. Hey, maybe touched on a few other points that like <laughs> I hadn't done the day before. And then the third day, I just pretended I was on the phone. <laughs> Because I was like, I don't know. You know what would have been great? We've never spoken this long before, ever. You should have, in your fake phone call, had the same conversation anyway. Oh, geez, this COVID's... Yeah, I guess there's no one here. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm at the coffee shop. I was talking to the owner yesterday about all the problems she was having. And then I'll kind of give her a bit of a, you know... Eyebrow raise, like, oh, I'm talking to this guy about it as well. Oh, my God. But it's just awkward. I feel like I, I've never had to converse with my coffee shop owner so much before. And now I feel obligated to go every day because she's so quiet. And I, I, like, I think what you're finding is in passing when you both had like stuff to do and places to be, it didn't matter that you had so little in common. Yeah. But now that there's so much downtime, you know for a fact you've got so little in common and the conversation has run dry. I know. But what's the I'm social etiquette? You're going to have to just start thinking of different things to say. Maybe I should just start on like pickup lines and stuff. I think what you should do, we did the series of questions that make you fall in love with each other. Oh. Each day ask another one. Okay. And then- I like that idea. One day you'll just stare into her her eyes for two minutes straight. (laughs) Yeah. Don't tell her that. No. (laughs) She'll work it out. Ruins it. it. (laughs) She'll work it out or call the police. Either one. Uh, all right, enough COVID talk, Cambo. We did an episode a few weeks ago about that, and then we, we talked all about it. We didn't need to go through it again. Uh, so let's get into Reddit on Reddit. This first one is by Dugtastic2, and it's in the subreddit Crazy Ideas. Everyone should get red or blue bandanas or face coverings so we will have teams for Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Armageddon team. So... The question is, Nelson, do we rig it so we're on the same team or is this a way to keep competition alive in the podcast and then listeners can vote on which of our apocalypse teams will kill the other first? Here's what I think is we need to keep the podcast alive yeah. at all costs. Yeah, yeah. So I think we should be on separate teams, try to be on separate teams. Yeah. Because then eventually someone, you know, will be able to continue the podcast after everybody else is obviously dead slash eaten. Right, yeah, yeah. So say we're both blue team and then blue team gets wiped out. That's the end of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, but if we're blue and red and blue gets wiped out and you were red, you can always just get another one of your red buddies to fill in because all they need to do to be me is not read or do the show notes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, which pretty much means almost everyone except me. You're going to have a huge problem if you win. I've given away my secret, which is that anyone (laughs) can replace me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah not not hard Kevin. <laughs> um but i do like the idea of this because like of us kind of um the human race in general organizing this beforehand because there's nothing worse than getting into an armageddon and not knowing who's on your side yeah that's and, true you know that's just the simple sort of colors 
you know, I think could really help it out. Are you in favor of going through systematically and checking which team everyone's in? Like, say they're like, all right, well, your husband and wife, so you're both blue or whatnot. Or are you in favor of complete randomization? So sometimes I you think, will get uh, a husband and wife that are on separate teams. That's just the way that the chips fell. Well, I think in tough times, you know, <laughs> this is how the cookie crumbles. Okay. I think it should be draw your bandana from a hat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can be standing next to your wife yeah. as you pick the opposite color that she does. And, but th- I Sorry. guess there'll have to be someone there being like, all right, when the apocalypse comes, you are on separate teams. No killing now, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait until the apocalypse. We give the <laughs> okay. Um, or maybe there should be some form of system. Like, uh, if there are, because obviously in every, every Armageddon situation, there are at least two sides. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, normally one is an alien side, so that's very <laughs> easy to distinguish. But uh, I think in this instance, maybe, you know, what, what's the, what's the um, I guess, philosophy that drives these two teams apart? Aside from obviously like red is better than blue or blue is better than red, <laughs> which I think is just uh, another form of racism. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I think though that's the problem is there's not necessarily like a philosophical difference between these teams. It is completely <laughs> arbitrary, which means I'll be honest, if I were blue and blue were losing and I found a red bandana, I would just switch <laughs> because it's not like just the it- reds believe something that I couldn't get my head around, you know? <laughs> I'm not an idiot. It's almost so. It's almost too easy to swap teams. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a problem. It would be like three days into the war, and would be like, okay, we've got triple the amount of reds that we do blues now. I think think some of you have been cheating. Uh, But I thought there might be things like you know maybe what divides people is like that. Maybe there's a cannibalistic um, kind of people that evolve from this. Or, um, or on the other hand, like, and vegan. Okay. So it's either like, <laughs> you're either never eating meat again or, or just only eating humans. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of like your, your two options essentially are either you eat human flesh or no flesh at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Do you think in the worst case scenario you could ever eat another human being uh in the worst case scenario yes i think i think so like it it i need to be pretty desperate it's not like you know i go one day without food and i'm like well human flesh it is <laughs> but i think yeah like if it's down to survival i wouldn't necessarily enjoy it but i think i could okay okay that okay that's true but i need to present you with now different levels of this scenario okay. because to really test how far you'd go yeah 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 two because days without food okay. human flesh yeah <laughs> yeah because i think the first time right you're like oh man i am i'm mega starving i've only got human to eat i'm gonna eat human i think everybody in the world would probably do this right they'd be like okay i, I i'm starving i have nothing else i have to eat human then you're like, oh, all full up on human. Man, Cambo was tasty. And then you, uh, and then the next kind of scenario is like, do you wait until you're starving again? Or are you kind of like, well, I've already eaten human. <laughs> Maybe I should just lean into it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying is once, 
once you've passed the threshold, do you bother going back? Yeah. What's the point of going yeah, back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, that's a you've good already, point. You've already crossed that line. What if you like it's it's desperate and you're starving and you don't want to, but it's for survival and you do eat human and then you're kind of like, you know what, this is pretty good. <laughs> like w- <laughs> yeah. would you feel worse I if know. you actually enjoyed it? Yeah. I, I think I think you know the point of when you enjoy human when you think about adding condiments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what this would go well with is a nice barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Put some put some onions on there and uh, at least some, uh, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. when you it, know it's there's, wi- there's absolutely no turning back. Yeah. And in fact, even if you just had regular food to eat after that point, you're you're going to continue to eat humans. I think I think that's the difference, isn't it? It's like like there's survival eating human and then there's if someone catches you eating human, they're like, But what's with the potatoes and the salad? And you're like, Well, <laughs> you want to have a balanced meal. You've got your protein, your veg, and your carb. <laughs> Like oh yeah, no you exactly. you you've gone too far into this you're enjoying e- eating human. <laughs> I think the good thing is if if anybody disagrees with you you can just eat them. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just a good philosophy in life. <laughs> yeah. Uh I often just eat people if they uh don't agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh Campo I say we should get into ask Reddit. This ask credit is by well, I put a lot and I forgot which one I wanted to choose. <laughs> hey, blame the I remote feel, recording just, for this mistake. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thrown off completely. Yeah, th- this is normally I feel like this is this is a weird situation that not only we have to get used to, but also maybe the listeners at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. More importantly, the listeners yeah, at yeah, home yeah. actually appreciate it. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, this is by the Caped Batman. <clears throat> What's a friendlier alternative to fuck you? Ooh, okay. A friendly. Well, it depends because if you're saying "fuck you," do you want to be friendly? It- Otherwise, you just say "I disagree with you." Good day, sir. I think that. Uh, yeah. Well, I. You know what? Good day, sir. You're certainly up there. I think. Yeah. With the friendlier alternative to "fuck you." Yeah. If somebody just, in fact, maybe even worse. I want to put it out there. If somebody starts bringing out like old English kind of <laughs> sayings towards me, instead of just saying fuck you, I'm like, well, they've really put effort in <laughs> telling me to fuck up. I, I don't know if I, uh, I don't know if I appreciate that. I also think that adding the word sir makes it angry. If I say, well, good day, then that's fine. If I say, well, yeah. good day, sir. You know, oh my God. Yeah. Like it sounds oh, angrier just by adding sir, which is actually politer. Yeah, yeah. You're like, well, that guy's really angry. I actually think it's the same almost with uh, the Australian language, where we're like, <laughs> the more, you're right, mate. Yeah, yeah. Right, mate. <laughs> the, the more we, we really... say mate, just for our American listeners, the more we say mate, the angrier we are. Yeah, yeah, that's right. If we, if you go to Australia and people call you mate too often, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a problem. <laughs> Occasionally is great. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a confusing system, but you'll pick it up sooner or later. Because Australia, eventually, somebody would just punch you. Australians <laughs> do this thing where they say, like, if you were just to read a transcript, it sounds nice, but the tone in which they say it isn't. They're like, "Oh, good one, mate. Yeah, you're a bloody legend, aren't you? Oh, you're so <laughs> smart, aren't you, mate?" <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. it's it's correct. Yeah. It's uh, maybe it's not that confusing, you know, when they're yelling it to you. <laughs> now that I think about it, <laughs> if somebody's yelling at you, no matter what they're saying, probably but not nice. <laughs> I want to read like a you know, like a court stenographer reading off the transcript <laughs> yeah. of a fight. Are you okay, mate? Yeah, I'm fine, mate. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. <laughs> I- I'm fucking Everybody- good. I'm fucking good, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in court's like, oh, this got heated. Oh, <laughs> oh, that was saying made a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, do you think a friendlier alternative is also just uh, the finger? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and also inclusive of our, uh, you know, our deaf friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. The podcast has a lot of deaf friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, they read the transcripts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I assume uh, we've been organizing transcripts of every episode, Nelson. Is that correct? I thought you were organizing the transcripts. Uh, we'll get on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll <laughs> we'll hire a um, sign language person. Yeah, that's probably easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's then good. we have to do video version because it's important, especially now. Like we're getting a lot of political announcements, and whenever there's a political announcement, there's always someone doing the sign language. And it's good to know that just yeah. in case the fuck you comes up in a in a political announcement, in, say our, our yeah. prime minister is like, hey, fuck you, COVID-19. The sign language <laughs> person should interpret that by doing the middle finger. Yes, yes. Uh, that's correct. Although I think our prime minister is more likely to say, fuck you, people who want jobs during this <laughs> difficult time. <laughs> <laughs> and he is to say fuck you to the virus. But you know... I don't know. You never know. You never you know. Never know. <laughs> Stranger things can happen. <clears throat> okay. Uh, here's another one, Cambo. This is by Ryrylix. What should you say after sex? Well, <laughs> okay. So the, uh, I, this is, I think, the best and the worst thing I've ever heard. It was a friend of mine. And yep. uh, apparently uh, after sex... His girlfriend got angry at him because he said, my compliments to the chef. <laughs> I think that's not a bad thing to say afterwards. Because it's, compliments. <laughs> it's compliments. There's a difference between compliments to the chef and can I see the chef? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think also, if by chance... Uh, uh, she had made him dinner earlier. Oh. <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's kind of like he was saying... Compliments to the chef. My compliment was the sex yeah. <laughs> because you earlier in the day were the chef and it was a great meal. Yeah. Do, do you, I feel like that it works on multiple levels. That's true. Really. Do, do you have a good after sex line? Uh, yeah, mine is normally. Uh, do you take card? <laughs> and, um, <laughs> that's a good one, Cambo. Because let me tell you why. A lot of the time they don't. <laughs> so. It's free. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you just have to take a bit of a beating, but who doesn't take a beating from time to time? Who doesn't take a beating? Uh, I almost always take a beating when it comes to sex. Okay? That, it's, uh, it's the only uh, way to get it these uh, days. I think <laughs> that there's a strategy here, which is straight after sex, you, you just you turn around and you say, I'm so sorry. <laughs> because <laughs> if you were bad, then you're straight away on, on the front foot. And they're like, oh, that's okay. And you seem really good. But if yeah. they're like, you've got nothing to apologize for. It was great. You're like, I know. I was being funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a funny joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a funny yeah, joke that I sometimes do. Yeah, that's that's good. 
I, I do often like apologizing afterwards. <laughs> Again, it's normally, I'm sorry, do you only accept, do you accept card? It's, I it's only really, have card on me. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it really revolves around those words. Um, but I might say it slightly differently each time. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, I don't have any cash on me. Yeah. And uh, I think this is a tip maybe for some of our younger listeners who are... Uh, Inexperienced with sex, maybe they've only had sex a few times. A real, this is a really good yep. strategy. After you have sex with someone new for the first time, what you need to say immediately afterwards is, "I love you." Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that is good. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. That's if you want them to the leave. Prob. The problem is if they say it back wholeheartedly. Oh, th- look, that is the risk. Obviously, it's high, <laughs> high risk, but high reward because normally they will leave right away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, thank God. They'll find any didn't even excuse. Have, didn't even have to pay. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you think uh, prostitutes are going during this time? I would expect bad. Though I am now I, concerned. I you're, you're all alone in your apartment for many months <laughs> now, Nelson. I am getting more and more concerned about the amount of jokes you're making. <laughs> yes, jokes. <laughs> uh, I can't, do you know this is how I think the world is. I think p- prostitutes probably still doing fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's just how I think. You know, like there are certain men out there that have urges that I think are greater than most other men. Right. Okay. And at the same time, probably some uh, working women. Uh-huh that would like to have the income continuously come through so and therefore are, for, are foregoing any risks of uh, COVID and getting a bit of cash on the side. Do, do you think then that the workload is the same, but the discretion is at an all-time high? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I think for both... I think this is one of the, the rare times I think that guys might go to a, a strip club as they, they're wanting to do and the girls be like, hey, would you like a lap dance? And everyone's like, no, God, no, of course not. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Stay on the stage. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. One, I'll watch from afar one and I'll be 1.5 metres away from anybody else. Okay. <laughs> I wonder if that is still happening. Do you reckon that's still happening? There's like there's like strip clubs that are just like obviously much quieter, but yeah. there's like businesses that are open. Yeah, I, I, I don't still. know. It, it would go state to state. Like, for instance, all the theaters here are shut down. All the restaurants are takeaway only. Surely, maybe there's some like minister or premier or something of a state that's like, no, no, they're essential. Obviously, keep them open. Just yeah, no, just yeah, no yeah. lap dances. It, it might not it might be takeaway only though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have you have to pay a lot more. Though. Yeah, they're now on Uber Eats as well. <laughs> oh my god, Kevin, that's a brilliant idea. Why don't we create this idea? <laughs> Order a stripper to your door. I, well, I, I've heard. I don't know the validity of this, but I've heard that there there is a service that's been created recently of remote strippers, and it, it, I kid you not that apparently it's called Booba. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I will definitely search that afterwards yeah. <laughs> uh, for, for research for the show. For obviously, next obviously. And uh, see what I can come back with. Love that deep dive Booba. investigation into Booba. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. 
I won't stop till I've tried every service. <laughs> Actually, surely what's happening now is for, uh, you know, sex workers or anything. They, there's probably a lot more webcam stuff going That's on. That's true. They're, they're working it's- remotely just like the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. Working from home. We'll have to make adjustments. (laughs) Maybe that might see... And if it's successful for them, they might not go back to whatever they were doing previously. Nelson, I've got a brilliant, brilliant idea and you're going to love it. Okay. We we are trying to find a solution to properly record remotely and possibly also stream during this lockdown. So you Mm -hmm. go online and you look at these webcam girls until you find one that has a really good setup. And then you can just <laughs> yeah. ask them what their setup is and we can use it as research for the show. And that's tax deductible. That is tax deductible. And I will be tipping a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, great. Canberra, I like that uh, you've come up with that loophole. Okay? Mate, it's what we do best. I feel, like, I feel like it's been a while since we've come up with a good loophole and that was a great one. Thank you. Well, look, it's a long time between drinks, but then you take a big old gulp, don't you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> three great, great metaphor, Campbell. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a while <laughs> since we've had a great metaphor. <laughs> uh, let's get into today I learned. So now it's time for today I learned. Today I learned, and also sometimes advice. Speaking of metaphor. Oh, see, I did that. That, that is seamless. Metaphor cross-posted to our subreddit. Uh, a post from Legend of Legend of Today I learned there was an entire horror movie filmed inside the US Disney parks without permission. Actors and crew dressed up as tourists and filmed over two weeks in each park. Disney chose to ignore the movie, most likely to avoid giving it further attention. It premiered at Sundance. Yeah, Nelson, I've seen it. I saw half of it. It's not good. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, the best the best fact about this is the fact that they did it. Yeah, yeah. It's but, called uh, I think it's called Escape from Tomorrow or something yes, along that's the, right. It, that, that, that's es- what it's called. Escape um, from Tomorrow. Yeah, and it, yeah. it's kind of like it in a, an indictment of a Disney esque kind of theme park, obviously filmed at Disney. Uh, and it's filmed yeah. in like black and white with like handy cams and stuff like that, because they had to film a gorilla. And yeah. it, like it, it shows that they didn't have permission because a lot of a lot of the camera work is not very good. Yeah, and also there are some points where they've just green screened. Yeah, <laughs> uh, in a in a very poor fashion. Yeah, uh, like the characters over just some static footage that they got of uh, while they're at the parks. So it, it's just like. It was just so funny, I think, that it was such a terrible movie. Like, this would have been brilliant if it was so good. But I'll tell you why I stopped watching. Because I I started watching this. It goes for about an hour, so it's not even that long. Yeah. And I reckon I got up to about 30 minutes, maybe. Yeah. And the reason why I stopped watching is because the story had not progressed. (laughs) (laughs) It was like... It's like, at the start, this father follows around kind of these two cute girls... Uh, in the park, and um, that continues from pretty much the start <laughs> to halfway, or at least until I 
stopped yeah. watching. For, although it probably goes for at least forty five, I reckon. <laughs> it, it's been look, it's been a while since I've watched it, but I remember it gets very trippy towards the end, very like kind of art housey and trippy and weird and and cerebral. But yeah. what I find funny is it's very much supposed to be like a middle finger to Disney. Like this whole movie is like, look at this corporation and their seedy underbelly <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. But to produce the movie, they've had to give the Walt Disney Corporation thousands and thousands of dollars by continuously buying like admission to their parks. <laughs> to yeah, it. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think it's so funny as well that Disney, like, decided to, you know, it says not uh, take any, uh, give it any attention. Yeah. Because uh, obviously they probably could have sued a bit, especially considering that they might have uh, made money off this yeah. if it premiered at Sundance. Although that's the other thing, right? This has led me to realize that you can have your movie premiere at basically any film festival and it'd be absolutely woeful. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like for all the success stories of Sundance, like a, a popular one is Clerks, right? The Kevin Smith movie is a really yeah. cheap movie, but it was like a breakout for Kevin Smith and it got picked up at Sundance and, and it became like a big hit and he became like a legitimized film director afterward. But there's a whole yeah. other part of Sundance where they do nothing but sell direct-to-DVD or streaming movies that are trash and they make them really cheap and they offload them all at Sundance. So the, yeah. the clerks of the world are like a very small percentage and most of it is like Escape from Tomorrow. Now, I've just looked it up. Its budget was $650,000 and it made $171,000. So it just lost a ton of money and Disney got that money. $650,000? Yeah. Oh my god! I honestly thought this was like, <laughs> like the budget of the film would have been just the tickets to the park, and like they've already got the camera that they borrowed off a neighbor or something because that's <laughs> basically what it looked like. Like it was not done well at all. Yeah. Oh my god. Like I, I mean, that is absolutely nuts. I mean, this is just going off Wikipedia. It depends how accurate that is, but it lost hundreds of thousands of dollars. And Disney are nothing yeah. but up because they have all the park admissions anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, good one. You really yeah, stuck exactly. it to them, didn't you? I imagine somebody, you know, one day was like, oh, hey, um, uh, Disney executive, did you know that somebody filmed, a, uh, you know, a short film in your park? And they're like, oh, what? Oh, better... Uh, better have a look at this and they started watching and they're like oh it's just yeah, it's some fine. like <laughs> some high school production this is you know n not gonna take yeah. them to court <laughs> maybe like did someone accidentally make this film look at it <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. maybe they just put together footage of lots of other people yeah. and, they're, uh, maybe it. they're like oh boy if they ever get around to editing this and doing special effects <laughs> we're in trouble and they're like oh no no so this is the film this is the finished yeah. film he's like oh no, it's not a problem. <laughs> I think maybe we should give them some financial support. <laughs> <laughs> Up the budget to six hundred and fifty thousand. Um but yeah, it's terrible. And if you'd like to watch it, it's just on YouTube. Um actually funnily enough, I Google I I, uh, I Googled it. I searched it on YouTube. Uh, and there was a paid version that came up and then also just a free one. <laughs> so <laughs> That's why they lost all their money. <laughs> they didn't yeah, make that, right. their budget because people have that free version. Um, yeah, yeah I, I think the most interesting thing about the movie is how it was made and that story. But the movie itself, I don't think is that interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. It's terrible. 
Uh, okay, I have uh, some advice here uh, sure. uh, that would like to be received. This is by the actual wet bandit. <laughs> uh, I just wet the bed. Oh, and I'm 29 and married. Yes, my wife is asleep next to me and I don't know what to do. <sighs> okay. Go, the, Cambo. The, give, your, give your advice. Well, this, this really depends on how stable he thinks his relationship is. Because there's <laughs> okay. a very real chance that you could make her think that she wet the bed if you play your cards right. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, well, that's exactly then, where my mind went. Yeah, and then you're the forgiving partner to be like, don't be embarrassed. This is completely yeah. fine. I'm sure if I had have wed the bed, you would be exactly the same, right? Then you're securing yourself for future bed weddings. <laughs> yeah, because as far as we yeah. know, this is going to continue. Yeah, yeah. This, this, this could be the they, he could be at the top of a hill about to go down. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Ain't no stopping it. Um, I think. Yeah, I think that's the perfect way to do it. I think the first thing is you sort of sneak out of bed. Yeah. Um, change your clothes, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, burn your own mouth, in fact. Burn them. Actually, burn them. Burn them. Burn them because you don't want to risk her finding that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, by the way, it gets 10 times worse if she finds out. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, and to be clear, this is emotional manipulation. Yeah. yeah. So you go out. Oh, no, wait. Oh, first thing you have to do is you're going to have to, in a not creepy way because you're married and it's <laughs> totally fine, is try and change her clothes <laughs> without her knowing mm-hmm. and then pee on them <laughs> a little bit <laughs> so that you can show her when she wakes up, mm. oh, I, hey, I changed you, so... That's why obviously you're dry now, but you yeah. did pee. Smell that. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that was your pee. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, then- I, I think that there, there, there is a, another solution to this, just in case you don't want to frame your partner. But yeah. obviously you got to frame someone, right? You pee the bed, you got to frame <laughs> yeah. someone. What you do is if you don't have a dog, quickly duck out yeah. and steal one. <laughs> and then yeah. when she yeah. wakes up, you're like, Honey, I got you this dog. Bit of a, it did wet the bed. Well, the little scamp, what's it like? And then she's too yeah. enamored by the new dog to yeah. really investigate the pee. Okay. I mean, actually, I like the idea of um, just maybe just uh, capturing a, an animal like a possum of sorts <laughs> and just put it, put it in the bedroom, but then go back to sleep as if nothing happened. <laughs> and then let her find the possum in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, be like, oh good. my God, what's a possum doing in here? Oh my God, yeah. the bed is wet. What happened yeah. here? The possum Definitely not only peed the, the bed. Related. The possum not only peed the bed, but it also peed my pants. <laughs> it peed my pants as well. So weird that that happened. Yeah, but it did. Um, so don't look into it. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, also if you're if you're blaming this on her, you should go out and get like flowers and chocolates and stuff mm. just to chill to be like, Hey, this is fine. It's so it's okay. I know what happened, but I still love you anyway. Here's this stuff that I got for you. And then the best thing is next time purposefully pee the bed. <laughs> see what set of presents you get. <laughs> oh God. This, this, this could be a way to get free stuff whenever you want it. I'm thinking about next time I have a girlfriend, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to put this plan into action regardless. <laughs> First night seeming to go, 
pee the little, pee the bed a little bit, blame it on her, <laughs> treat her really good about it. <laughs> Next night, see what happens. Reverse. See yeah. what happens. I, I like the pee Nelson, I fail to see any problem with that. <laughs> this is pretty foolproof, I think. <laughs> um, I think just also I wanted to point out another option, which is uh, you could leave her and never contact her again. <laughs> that, that is... The, the, I think what we re- the crux of this is we don't want any blame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and if there's blame to be had, you won't find us. <laughs> we will yeah, have fled the country... Yeah. Without so much as a note. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, Cambo, I think we should get into shower thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. This shower thought. Can I just say before we continue? <laughs> Go on. I don't know if it's possible, but I think the sound on my end is getting far worse. <laughs> <laughs> Just for those who didn't know, I didn't think we said specifically at the top of the show, but uh, Cambo for me is cutting out a little bit. Yeah. But, and, um, and, and I was very confident at the beginning of this, Nelson. I said, I'm cutting out to you, but you're coming through crystal clear here. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> That's no longer uh, the case. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, this is, this is getting worse. Anyway, <laughs> we're in it for the long haul, guys. We're in it for the long haul. You okay, dropped out just as you said that. <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. Hey, look, okay. if we do our jobs right, people won't notice as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just edit afterwards. It's <laughs> <laughs> the biggest joke Okay, yet. this this show that is by Throwaway Mushy. Oh. It's assumed that passing away in your sleep is a peaceful way to go, but in reality, it could be the scariest possible night terror ever. <laughs> that is so true. I mean, I guess maybe it is always like a nightmare on Elm Street, where it's like when yeah. death comes for you, it's like a hideous monster that kills you in your dream. <laughs> yeah, and there yeah, you go. Right. And then people are like, oh, it's good that grandma went in her sleep. No, it's not. <laughs> She was terrified. Grandma's mind, and she's screaming and bloody. She's lost an arm already. She's trying to run away. Yeah, he doesn't make a quick oh, old God. death. Not in the dreams. This has made me realize that I need to plan my death more than ever now. <laughs> to be quick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think um, shark bite. Do you want you like know? a shark to bite off your head, like clean off? Yeah, yeah, clean off. That's obviously. pretty. That's a pretty good way to go. And also, I want to be asleep while it happens. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta when you get in Tottenham, you're nineties, and you're thinking you're, you're nearing the end of your life. You just sleep every night with your head off a pier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hoping that one day raw, raw meat attached to it. <laughs> hoping one day a shark will come off, uh, come come out of the water, and sweet release will find you. Exactly, because I'll be probably be having beautiful, beautiful dreams. Yeah, at that time. I've I've got the sound of crashing waves around me as I fall asleep. So, there is a chance I will wet the bed though. <laughs> but I think because I do want to die from shark bite, there's not that many that could say they've done it that way. You know, die from shark bite. Yeah. And well, I mean, there are many people that have died from shark bite, but yeah, I see what you're saying is like, like a, it's especially interesting that you you weren't necessarily like surfing or anything. It was like an <laughs> yeah, unprompted yeah. shark bite. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, uh, I, I mean... I think that would be such an interesting story, don't you think? When people would be like, oh my God, do you know Nelson died from a shark bite? Nelson? <laughs> isn't, he, isn't he at home most of the time? <laughs> I mean, even... I mean, obviously there was that COVID period, but even after that, he was yeah. just home like ninety percent of the time. Yeah, wh- how did he get? How did a shark get to Nelson? Yeah. <laughs> what did he take up surfing? No, no, he didn't even take up surfing. <laughs> and I think the good thing is, like, I think in the last maybe ten to fifteen years, there's been a lot of uh, like evidence that would suggest in documentaries that are out to prove that sharks actually aren't necessarily vicious creatures but they always do defend themselves lethally and they also like especially after like yeah. jaws they had a reputation that they're like these hunters and they'll kill you no matter what but that's not necessarily true but you would do a lot of work with undoing that reputation when a shark just yeah. jumps out of the water for no reason and bites your head off <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um i think it would be great to put on my tombstone as well <laughs> Eat my- look even if you do die in your sleep you can always have whatever you want written on your tombstone. That's a good point. I've never really <laughs> thought about that yeah. before. Um, here lies Nelson. Died from shark bite. Also had a massive penis and gave to charity consistently. <laughs> yes, all the things that aren't true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, I walked into that one. <laughs> okay, here's another one, Kembe. This is by Hey, I'm Glenn. No matter where you go, you never see anyone with the same refrigerator as you. Is okay, this... but just let, okay, just stop for a second. Yeah. Okay? I want you to really think about this. Okay. Because what happened when I first looked at this one, I scrolled past it. I was like, huh, that's weird. And I scrolled down and had a look more. And then I scrolled back up. And I was like, wait a second. I don't think I've ever seen anybody with the same refrigerator as me at any point in my life. And in fact... I, I think I would even struggle to compare two friends' refrigerators. I feel like everybody just has a different refrigerator. Well, okay, the, the, there's a couple of things here that I think put me outside of the norm. Uh, okay. And the first one is that my dad, for many, many years, ran a business of installing kitchens. Okay. And yep. there was like a certain refrigerator that normally got sold along with the kitchens. Okay. So I did see a yep. lot of houses that my dad worked on with the same fridge. Well, but, there's exceptions to every rule campaign. Yeah, yeah, obviously. yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Like, the, 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 obviously, I think the other thing is, I don't know that I've ever focused too much on a fridge to know, like, if you were like, hey, do you know that Lisa's fridge is different to Glenn's <laughs> fridge? I would have to take your word for it. But don't you think, like, I don't know. I'm thinking more. I think people's houses do where I've where I've like been a few times, and yeah. I'm comfortable with knowing their fridge. And you just you know, you might open it like as if it's your own, mm-hmm. and then and I've never opened other friends' fridges that have the exact sort of like same interior and shelving okay. system. And yeah, yeah, that's I true. Think I think the, like I think. It made me think about what, like, why are there so many refrigerators? <laughs> it seems so, like it's a damn good we've question. Got too Nelson. many designs. <laughs> we've got too many designs. Okay, you need like, you need your simple one, fridge down the bottom, freezer up the top. You know, uh, that sort of way. And then the next design is obviously side by side kind of fridge mm. and freezer. Quite yeah. a big freezer. In, yep. in those cases. 
Uh, and then the next version is the same as the last one, but it has a little water and ice dispenser. Oh, yeah. Well, y- you and- know, I don't know if this is a fair, like, uh, a fair assumption, but I find that freezer, small freezer at the top, that's like your standard yeah. fridge. That's like what you and I have. But if they have yeah. that freezer drawer down the bottom, I'm always like, this is kind of a fancy fridge. Yeah, it does seem a bit more of a fancy fridge. Okay, we'll we'll add that to the rotation. Okay. <laughs> as an additional one that we will accept yeah. as being suitable to the fridges that we allow. I think the ultimate fridge obviously is the one that has a computer in it. So you so you can Google recipes like I've seen on the on the ads. Yeah. No, where I, that's that seems super practical. Well, that's it. That I think it's I've seen on the ads but never in anyone's real life. <laughs> No one is ever going to actually buy that fridge, <laughs> but it needs to be there as an option. My favorite one is that there was a fridge for a while that had like a small camera on the inside. So you could actually view on the screen inside the fridge before you opened it. And I remember just thinking, well, just make the door glass. <laughs> if you yeah. want to view Why your fridge, it? they have those fridges now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. I don't know why. That's so funny. Um Okay, but what if you've got what if you've got um, some sort of unmentionables within your fridge that you're trying to hide from guests? You don't want it to always be viewable. Mm. Cambo, mm? explain that one. I, okay, I think for that specific scenario, the camera in the fridge is the only the only appropriate use of the camera in the fridge to view your fridge before you open it is if yeah. maybe you're a cannibal and you are yeah. storing human parts in your fridge and someone yeah. wants to open your fridge you quickly have a a quick peek on the LCD and go I'll get it for you <laughs> don't open yeah, it yourself yeah 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 okay um well I think we've got to add that to the rotation okay. <laughs> <laughs> about fridges one with the camera inside one with the glass door yeah um, to get, you know, I'm I'm starting to realize that we that there is a reason why there's so many different types of fridges. <laughs> so everybody's thinking about these different uh, different things. What do you think is like the ultimate fridge? What is your ultimate fridge? What does it have uh, on it or in it that well, not necessarily, not not food wise, obviously, because uh, I know yeah. that you just say, oh, a fridge full of chocolate. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> obviously, obviously, yeah. that would be good. Okay, you know what? We'll add it. We'll add it to the rotation. <laughs> look, look. If we're talking ultimate fridges, and, and for some reason we are, um, I would say that. Uh, look, I could take or leave the water and ice dispenser in the door, but sure, chuck it in. If oh. if you're going all out, chuck it in. Like they're, okay, they're, that's an that's a necessity for me on my on my fridge, my ultimate fridge. See, like like the thing is. I would like it, but if they're like, hey, this has nine out of ten of the features, the one it doesn't have is the dispenser, that's fine. I think I just want a double door fridge with a little freezer drawer down the bottom. Okay, okay. I think I want a big freezer. I want a big kind of, I want a like fridge sized uh, fridge on one side and then a fridge sized freezer on the other. Okay, (laughs) for the human bodies. So I don't even have much in the right fridge at the moment, but regardless, this is this is the ideal fridge. Also, I want a little um, kind of like letterbox thing at the at the top that I can feed um, like receipts and just other business things, 
and does my taxes. So. <laughs> that That is a good fit. Add that to the rotation of fridges. I don't know why fridges don't currently do your taxes. <laughs> it's... It's something that I think that they're missing. That yeah. they could, it's already got the computer installed. Nelson, you just we could call it the H and R ice block. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. This thing markets itself. Oh my god, uh, is that Australian reference only? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's an accounting place. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> uh, okay, here's another. One. I'll do one more. I actually don't think I... Oh, I did one metaphor post, but um, I'll do another one because he actually posted quite a bit, which I'm very appreciative of. In the last one, he apologized. He's like, hey, if this is too much, just let me know. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. Don't you dare stop posting. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so this was cross-posted by metaphor, but it was actually originally by Richard the Red 21. Butts are the only thing you hit to show how much you like them. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Mm. Do do you think that people that are, and we, we don't approve of this, I'll say that, but people that are, you know, domestic abusers would disagree with this. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> Can't be, no, I'm, normally I'm the one that goes yeah. to dark places. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this remote podcasting has really made you a different person. Yeah, isolation uh, is. You're, you're actually crazy. sitting in my seat. Maybe I am. Yeah. Seat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God, we've worked it out. <laughs> um, but possibly, possibly, <laughs> I do think um, you also, uh, you know, sometimes you like pat a dog. You like hit a dog on the side, don't you? Oh uh, yeah, well, you know, I, I, on the side, hit it on the side. Yeah, I don't know if that's hitting. I think that's pat. Like it's a it's a pat, and I, I know you, like pat can be a stroke, but like it, like 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 it, you know, you, yeah, you pat your yeah. chest or something like that. I don't think it's like a yeah. whack, you know. That's true because a butt is a is a proper whack. Mm-hmm. But what, what about this, this? Isn't so much to show that you like it, but it's not a negative slap. But when people like when when like jockeys. You know, it's like yeah. it's like the incentivizing slap on the back of a horse because horses are all muscle. Yeah, like that is kind of like being flicked essentially to them, but that is like an incentivizing slap on the butt. Okay, all right. So I think there's different degrees of what a slap on the butt might mean. It's always on the butt, though. Obviously, yeah, that's the yeah, important yeah. factor. Okay, yeah. yeah. Because one slap on the butt might be like a um, good job or uh, because I feel like a lot of, I mean, sports players really get that slap on the butt for a good job. Mm. Uh, but also it's a bit of a hurry up. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Are, are you, in, I mean, if you want to disclose this about your personal life in relationships, are you a butt slapper? Uh, I have butt slapped before, but I don't feel comfortable ever doing it. Oh, really? So like if if you have a partner, you you don't, you don't ever slap the butt as like a, Hey, what's going on? Every time I've done it, I feel like I've, I've degraded women again (laughs) back in the the 60s or so. (laughs) Let, Let me say this, uh. Poor Stacy, I I am a I'm a butt slapper, like an affectionate butt slapper, but yeah, I also yeah. get as good as I give. 
Yeah. Okay. I think as well, as hey, a couple, yeah, we are fine. we are a butt slapping couple. You're a butt slapping couple. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like yeah, it's good if it's if it's mutual. Um, I feel like I've probably been in a relationship before where where it's been uh, mutual butt slapping. But just, just not. I haven't always done it. I don't know. But it's good. Like you, you had a, you had a like a conscientious objection. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is, <laughs> if you're not going to slap a butt, it's better that you do it because of your conscientious objecting rather than you're like, I don't know, it will turn you on too much. <laughs> yeah. Although there's probably a uh, problem with, like, um, I don't know. I I feel like maybe the times maybe I've done it to people that uh, haven't enjoyed it in the past, you know, oh. and then that's like made me a bit more sensitive. I don't know. Fair I, enough, I, I because kinda... because in, in the wrong context, without the right consent, it is very objectifying. Yeah, but I think how far into a relationship do you are you do you casually smack the butt? It's a good That's question. Right. Maybe I've maybe in the past I've done it too early in the relationship. Maybe. And it was received poorly. You did it pre-coitus. Pre-coitus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> met met them at work. <laughs> I said, "Hey, sup toots?" and then slapped yeah. her on the ass. For some reason, didn't like it. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, okay. So it, it it's a minefield um, to navigate, but I think that if if you're if you got your wits about you, you can navigate it. Yes, fine. yes. That's true. Uh, okay, Cambo, I think we should get into podnapping. Oh, oh my god, I'm being podnapped! Podnapping. This is podnapping, where we nap a pod. We take a co- topic of conversation or a segment from another podcast and we do it ourselves. Although sometimes we just make up our own podcast segments. Yes, that's true. And it, it's my week this week, and I, I'm podnapping a pre existing podcast. Can you imagine such a thing, Nelson? On this segment. Yeah. Oh, um, my God. Yeah. Uh, so weird. <laughs> I've actually got a few now because I actually asked some I asked some people on our subreddit for ideas as well because this, this one here is like the last one of my own that I had. Uh, and now yeah. I'll try and start doing some that people have requested from us as well. I am podnapping a, a podcast called Blockbuster. And Blockbuster was like a six-part documentary recreation podcast uh, about the enduring long friendship of George Lucas and Steven Spielberg through the 70s and the 80s. So it's like, it's supposed to be almost like, um, you know how you get those like cheap tally movie kind of like uh, Pirates of Silicon Valley and stuff like that. It's, It's meant to be like that, but it's all about Steven Spielberg and George Lucas as they were directing Jaws and uh, Star Wars and how their friendship kind of like kept crossing over throughout that time. Uh, right, and it's, yeah. it's got narration and some sound effects and then it's got scripted uh, like reenactments and stuff. So Nelson, I, I wanted to spring this on you like at the last minute. Okay. So I've written us a script and I'm going to send it to you now live <laughs> on the show. Um, and, oh, no. and, and we are going to... I figured what is more interesting than George Lucas and Steven Spielberg's friendship is probably our friendship, I think, right? Uh, but what we're going to do is we're going to retell the story of this podcast. And now people are going to accuse me of either changing history or uh, making up things for dramatic effect, maybe. That's okay. I'd, I'd call them a liar. 
Uh, of I would also call them a liar. Uh, now, Nelson, I've just sent you a form. Have you have you received it? Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Got it. Okay. Now, thanks uh, the- for highlighting my lines. By the way. Oh uh, no, no problem. <laughs> Um, (laughs) Look, it's not the most complicated script in the world, but are you happy to play Nelson in this recreation? Uh, Okay, yes. Okay, so there's some pre-recorded voiceover and then it'll be pretty evident when we we get into it, okay? But for all intents and purposes, this is our version of the Blockbuster podcast and it's the, the story of the Reddit on Reddit podcast. year is 2008. Michael Campbell has just started working at his local cinema complex. While working away one afternoon, he is approached by a confident team leader named Nelson. Hey, Cambo, is it? Uh, that's right. Cool. So, Cambo, some kids have drawn all over the pool table in the games area. I need you to go and clean it all off. Right then, a friendship struck. One which would last a lifetime. After completing Nelson's pool table chores, the two worked together for many more months, eventually discovering a creative flair that they both shared. One day, Cambo came to Nelson with an idea. Uh, hey, Nelson, I think that we should make a short film. There's a competition called the 48-Hour Film Festival. What do you think? 48 hours to write, shoot, edit, and submit an entire short film, eh? This sounds like a wonderful idea. What could go wrong? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing could go wrong. And the boys were correct. They shot and edited their film with no problems. The film went on to win the entire competition, and no cinema facility had to be evacuated, nor were any fire trucks called. Now, with the itch of creative output needing to be scratched, the boys looked ahead, wanting to make more and more. But their situations were to change. Cambo, I have news. It would appear I've been promoted. I'm leaving this cinema for head office in the city. I'm also moving houses, so I'll be further away. But won't this mean that we'll see each other less and hang out less? I'm afraid so, old chum. (laughs) But what are we to do about it? It's the year 2014 and the world is changing. (sighs) But we'll still be best buds, right? Nelson? Nelson? Nelson moved away. Like, not far away, it seriously only took like 30 minutes to drive, but the boys did see each other less. They caught up when they could, but working apart and not living close, it became harder and harder. The year is now 2015, and the boys decide to drive across the country with their friend Eden. While away, they shared stories and laughed and laughed. One time, Campbell was so enjoying the conversation, he pulled out his phone and started to record. An idea was born. It was after they returned in the year 2016 that Nelson came to Cambo with an idea. Maybe we should start a podcast. I've been thinking about it for a while now. Hmm. 
That is a great idea. It would give us an excuse to catch up regularly and have a creative outlet. What should we do a podcast about? Hmm, well, I've been getting into Reddit lately. I think we should do something about that. Like, comment on popular posts and whatnot. Hmm. Nelson, are you suggesting we take other people's hard work and intellectual property and simply reread it to an audience? Isn't that kind of sketchy? Yes. But remember, Cambo, I am the villain of the show. <laughs> so the podcast was created. Starting life recording from a kitchen in Cambo's apartment. It has had many homes and went on to fool many people into thinking that it was the official Reddit podcast, not the trash endless thread. But it wasn't all smooth sailing. Drama was to hit the two men. I can't believe that you slept with my wife, you son of a bitch. Oh, please. She never loved you. The marriage was a sham. We all knew it. Why do you think your kids look like... Uh, why do you think your kids look so much like me? What are you saying? I think you know what I'm saying. I'll kill you, you son of a bitch! The boys went through many rough patches. From betrayals, divorces and even messing with illegal substances. We find Nelson now in rehab. Cambo, by his side. Thank you, Cambo. You were there for me when I OD'd on drugs. I'm now at my character's low point. <laughs> what a character arc I've had. I've grown too, Nelson. I was wide-eyed in the beginning, but now I've hardened and become world-weary. How is your rehab going? Good. The doctors say I'll be out in a few weeks and we can go back to recording. You, wait, you, you still want to record the show? Of course. Because if we stop, then in a way, Welcome to Patchwork wins. And I can't have that. I just can't. I get your point. Well, you rest up and I'll see you in a few weeks. Anyway, I gotta go. Okay, Cambo. Oh, and hey... I'll read you later. The two men remain friends to this day, and the podcast is the most successful podcast in the world. The end. Parts of this podcast reenactment have been changed for entertainment value. Dates, names, and locations may not be correct, and some scenes were invented entirely. Just a, just a quick disclaimer there at the end for legal reasons. But it's really only small stuff. You know when they put that in all the other, like, films and stuff? Like, I was watching Narcos yeah. the other day, and they put that yeah. in there. But you're like, yeah, but this practically happened. So Yeah, yeah. It, it's like, I don't know whether the, the dialogue was, like, like word perfect. So just in case, you put that little disclaimer at the end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pretty spot on there, from my memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty that spot is on the on story there. of the Reddit on Reddit podcast. <laughs> Um, that's with great. with that's one great. joke, Nelson, good, just for you and I. Some good memories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there was there was one joke in there that was just for you and I about the forty eight yeah, hour yeah. film festival. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was great. <laughs> um, all right, now we can move into the Ask Me Anything, where listeners of the show, just like you, listener, can write in and ask us anything you want. Yeah, I've got one here from Hazim. Uh, it says, gentlemen, uh, so it's been a little bit for me. Been busy sorting out things due to COVID-19 cases at the hospital. Yes, because Hazim is a doctor for people who are unaware. My only AMA yeah, is how is your cat that, doing? That's kind of amazing. Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, on the front lines. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, so he said, my only AMA is, how is your cat doing? Sorry, my- I shouldn't interrupt you while we're doing a mobile recording. Yeah, it's very, very difficult with this remote recording. Uh, my my cat, Genghis, hasn't been doing great. It won't happen again, Cambo. I won't do it again. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, got really sick this weekend, and he had to get blood transfusions for the upper GI bleed. FYI, emergency vet care, not cheap. He's 14 and nobody would give him insurance when I tried to get it last year because of his age. The bill was just over $3,000. He's been with me since he was a kitten, so I didn't hesitate, but still, ouch. He's home and on the mend now, so that's good. On my end, I want I went to the subreddit I'd never been to before, r slash cats, and posted support for support and advice, and they were super helpful, so shout out to them. My second AMA is, what is the highest karma post? What is your highest karma post ever? Mine is definitely a shit post in r slash free folk with 9.7K that made the front page. I did not expect it to blow up like that. Regards, Hazim. So he's got two AMAs. One, how is how is my cat doing? Megs? Megs is doing very well. He's being a little shit as always. <laughs> I quite like Megs, Okay. I'd like you to not speak so ill of me. <laughs> yes, no, no. Megs, Megs is good quality. Um, he He's loving me working at home. Uh, I had to have a video call with like a whole digital agency today and he would not leave me alone through the whole video call, <laughs> uh, which was very sweet. Um, uh, see- I, was speaking to, I was speaking to somebody else the other day and they were saying the best part about... Uh, the working from home and doing video calls is the surprise pets that turn up in the course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think you just probably made a few people's days, you know? Hopefully, hopefully. Um, but yeah, Megs is doing good uh, and Nelson doesn't have a cat, so the dogs he's turning into gold are doing good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making me a lot of moolah. Yeah, uh, so you, you use Reddit more than me. What's the highest uh, karma you've ever got from a post? Have you ever had something go really I mean, big? I mean, I adv- I avoid posting on Reddit. That's basically <laughs> the main reason. Um, but uh, no, nothing, nothing, uh, anything uh, quite like that. Uh, maybe like a hundred or something, and more, more in comments. I honestly can't remember. Oh, actually, you know what? I think I did get one that was over a thousand, uh, which was probably my highest. And all it was was. Um, it was Dota related, which is the game that I play. And there's a particular uh, sort of personality who occasionally streams. And um, he was he was waiting for a game, and there had been some uh, a lot of talk at the time about how when you're a pro player, when you're at the top of the ladder, it was really hard to find a game. Uh, and he had been waiting for a game for uh, I think when I took the screenshot, it was over sixty minutes. <laughs> And so I just took the screenshot and then posted it into the uh, Dota 2 subreddit. Uh, and it was just like the easiest karma I ever had <laughs> in my life. I was like, this is going to be so good. And and the funny thing is I knew, right, this was like very uh, kind of manipulative or at least uh, understanding the system because I knew that other people would do the same thing. But what they were going to do is try and wait to like the the point where he either gives up or gets a game and they'll do the screenshot of like, it went to this, this maximum time. But I was like, if I just post it now, <laughs> then the other comics in the future that like, if he waited an extra 20 minutes or something, wouldn't really be upvoted again because it's basically the same <laughs> I knew that like 60 minutes was enough to get, you know, people to jump on the bandwagon and just give me a bunch of upvotes. <laughs> 
but yeah, that's that's the only thing that I really I really posted. I, I did wanted to say as well before we get onto yours, Camby, if you if you have, um, just giving the shout out to the subreddit cats. There is one thing that I like really love about Reddit is that there are certain communities and not necessarily uh, each community 100% of the time will help. But sometimes certain communities are it's so incredibly helpful when you just need a bit of advice about a particular topic. The one that I frequently go to is the Excel subreddit. Uh, and like, I reckon 100% of the time I've had success with people... Uh, giving me answers to what I need. And it's just like, it's so handy to be able to like, something that you can't Google necessarily to just be able to go to those subreddits and uh, and ask for advice. It's really, it's really great. Yeah, nice. I, I've never had one that really, really blew up. The, the biggest one I ever had was a before and after weight loss photo that I once posted. And I posted it into the specific subreddit of the gym that I go to, which isn't like a particularly huge subreddit anyway. But I think it got like in the 50s or the 60s, like it, it was, you know, medial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come to me and Hazim when you've got over a thousand. I know. <laughs> Obviously, uh, Hazim and I are still in the same category because he didn't break the 10,000. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a, there's a subgroup between people that have got to post over a thousand to 10,000. Um, and then 10,000 to 15,000. It's weird. It goes back into 5,000 <laughs> after that point. But I, uh, I think it should be... Zoom and I are definitely in the same bracket. I think it should be 10,000 to 100,000. So then a lot of people can be claiming, oh, well, me and this particular post have got 100,000. <laughs> We're in the same kind of category. Yeah, yeah. We're in the same league. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Okay, I have another one here. This is by Attilis or Attilis. I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize in advance because I'm not quite sure how to pronounce that. Uh, I think it's like Achilles. I, I think I think I so. Look, look, they'll correct us. Inevitably, if we get people's names wrong, like we originally did with Hazim, they're, they're right and they'll correct us. Yeah. Uh, okay. He said, uh, hello, gents. This is the first time I've listened for you, to you for you in a while as I broke my leg around Christmas time. And I'm only back walking around now. Just to let you know, your your ear bone is not connected to your leg bone. Just fun fact <laughs> there. <laughs> I no, but I I imagine what what happened is that he had to uh, while listening to our podcast kind of hide away from people. <laughs> uh, as to not be shamed yeah, yeah, for yeah. the content that he was listening to. Yeah, we, 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 we get a lot of like loners and shut-ins that listen to this show primarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, anyway, I have a few questions to ask you. Uh, number one, what animal would you be would be the cutest if it was the size of a cat? Question two, what is the worst injury you have ever sustained? Question three, if you could kill anyone without consequences, who would you kill? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I didn't. I didn't read that one. <laughs> um, uh, and then also in brackets, sorry for missing your birthday party back in October, Nelson. Not acceptable. Not, yeah. Apology not. Not accepted. Received. It's it's not accepted. I feel it's rare that apologies aren't accepted these days. So I appreciate that you're being so bold. Yeah. I mean, just being honest. <laughs> um, what animal would be cutest if it was the size of a cat, Nelson? Okay, hear me out here. This is what I'm thinking. I think that bees could be quite cute. Okay. 
If they're a size of a cat and like domesticated and maybe not, they couldn't like kill you. I think they would be quite like cute little Do things. You- so see, if you've seen like close up, you know, like really close up uh, mm-hmm. things of bees, and they, they, I don't know, they and they, they they're, they're quite fluffy as well. Bees, yeah, they're fluffy. You could give them a pat for sure. I, I wonder, like, they in- could, you could play catch with them. But they could fly around in the air to try and catch it. But you know how uh, you know, like dogs and cats are kind of desexed, or sometimes their their tails are trimmed. Do you think there would be a trend with bees of getting their stinger, like like dulled? Yeah, I think so for sure. I think what you'd do is you would um, there'd be a thing because isn't that the idea when a bee stings somebody, it's like kind of whole back abdomen or a part of its like back abdomen falls off. Yeah, right? I think yeah, I think so. That's the thing. But so I imagine it would be like these reinforcing like stitches around that area, <laughs> so that if they did sting someone, the abdomen wouldn't rip off at the same time. But but the thing is, like with exponential growth of the bee, right? Like if it stings you now and it pierces the skin, you're like, ow. But if it's the size of a cat and it stings you in like the chest, you could die. Yeah, it's great. That goes into. <laughs> Question number three, if you could kill anyone without consequences, who would you kill? I'd send my attacker B after it. Um, Yeah, they would be, if they were a bit bigger, they for sure would be trained by some sort of military group. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Use them as, uh, you know, like kamikaze pilots, basically. (laughs) Sounds like the plot of a good horror movie, Nelson. We should write it. Yeah. Oh, my God. We should film it in Disney without information. (laughs) Um, okay. Uh, do you have one? Uh, I, an animal that would be cute if it was the size of a cat. I think anytime you take something huge and like uh, normally seen as like terrifying and make it really small, that's all. That that's a shortcut to cuteness, no matter what. Yeah, so, yeah, so that's true. Even if it was like, say, a, I know this is extinct, but like a Tyrannosaurus Rex, right? They're like a huge beast of a of a dinosaur that normally portrayed as quite scary. Size of a cat, that's cute. Yeah, that is cute. Yeah. That is cute. <laughs> That's true. Turn anything big, small, and it's yeah, cute. Exactly. Uh, okay, what's the worst injury you've ever sustained? <sighs> ah, I'm pretty injury averse. Not Knock on wood, because now I'm going to go and break my neck or something when I leave this recording. <laughs> uh, but I've, I've never okay. broken a bone. The worst I've had is like a, a pretty severe sprain. That That's about it. Like uh, I, I've never had a particular... Uh, Actually, you know what? Uh, I don't know if people have ever noticed this before in some of our videos, but I have a chip front tooth as well. I got because I got punched. Yep. I was boxing on a trampoline. Yes. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think I, I vaguely remember you telling me that story. I'm not sure whether it was on the podcast or not, but yeah, uh, that's a good one. There, I feel like that's a good story. Oh, I was boxing on the trampoline. Well, because so chip my tooth. <laughs> some sometimes people are like how like how did you chip your tooth? I say oh, I was on a trampoline, which leads yeah. you down one path, and then you go oh no, yeah. no sorry I was boxing. On the trampoline. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 it's a good injury story. Uh, The only one that I've really had is, uh, and I have mentioned this on the podcast before, but I I fractured my arm when I was going down a BMX track. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have told that story before. Yeah, I took a turn and learned learned a lot about (laughs) momentum that day. Yeah, yeah. That's probably the worst thing that I've had. Quite a gruesome story as well, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, anyway, now, last question. Now, since if you could kill someone without consequence, who would you kill? 
Um, is it is it breaking this question to say, hey, I don't know if I would kill anyone even if I could deal with no consequence? No, 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 Cam, but I don't think you're reading it right. It's without consequence. Oh, right. All oh, right. right. Sorry. <laughs> I was still thinking of consequence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's true because I, I don't, I don't to, yeah, I don't think I have that much hate in my heart to really be killing people. There's pro like, they, there would definitely be some people out there. Like, do you know what the, the people that I wish died more than anything are people that have, um, uh, people that have caused abuse yep. to other people in the world or even other like animals and stuff. Like I feel like people that, that, you know, uh, animal abusers, like they're just the freaking worst okay, people in the so, world. I didn't even, we, even, you even know, I don't even care too much for animals, but yeah. <laughs> I care enough that I like, you know, hate seeing videos with some like dogs being kicked and punched its whole life. And it's like starving to death. But, but obviously like anybody who is, um, you know, you know what? I've decided, uh, like Cardinal Pell. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That, that's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good you one. Know, yeah. Abused. People of his elk, like, especially, uh, using power to like sexually abuse children yeah. or anything like that. Like, it's just so fucking horrible. Like those, those people can die. Right. I'm okay, I'm okay with that. So, so I don't like, yeah. you're saying that if he were not previously already murdered, you may have killed Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What? But to be as clear, as you know that was me, Camden. <laughs> you know, that's true, and he did it without consequence because no one knows who it was. Yeah, because it was suicide, Camden. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, that's it for pretty much everything of the show. Um. So thank you for writing in Atilis. And Hazim, uh, we really appreciate it. If you would like to write into us, you can do so. Reddit podcast, R-E-A-D-I-T podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us at Facebook, Twitter, and our subreddit. They're all R-E-A-D-I-T podcast. Um, we uh, would love it if you could uh, sh- could subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. And also leave a review I actually have a couple of reviews that I uh, yeah. took down. Yeah, so uh, uh, I, I, we, we've, got, we've got two here. I'll, I'll read one of them. This is by Blazosaurus, which, by the way, great name. Great name. Um, and this is a trend that we do encourage, which is leave us a five-star review, but the body of the review can be a negative review of an attraction that disappointed you. Uh, so uh, Blazosaurus said, drove for 17 hours specifically to see it. There were goats. Marmots, is that how you say it? Marmots? And even a bear park, but no signs of a glacier. Glacier park with no glacier? Fake news. Rename it or refund my vacation. Fuming mad. Someone should be held responsible. Five stars. Five stars. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Here's another one. This is by Little Blue 2006, uh, titled Amazing. I've been listening for a few days now and I love your podcast. It's so funny, but I have uh, some questions. Question one, not to be rude, but have you guys had real jobs and not just being <laughs> commentators on a podcast? Question two, what is your what is your sound guy's favorite color? Question three, do you guys have pets? And if so, what are they and what are their names? Oh, Megs is getting a lot uh, of play this episode. What's that? Megs the cat. He's getting a lot of play this episode. He's getting a lot. He's getting a lot. Um, question one. 
we we this is the real job yeah okay <laughs> anything else is subsidiary to yeah. what we're currently doing question two what is your sound guy's favorite color uh, blank we don't have a sound guy so i guess technically colors. i'm the sound guy because i hit the i hit the pads oh you um, do hit the pads what's your favorite uh, color can be i like it blue and i like it green uh blue lame green I know, perfect I, yeah okay uh, <laughs> And pets, yes, we mentioned Megs the cat. Yeah, um, who is uh, the only pet we have thus far. Uh, but maybe we'll get a podcast pet, Cambo. A pod pet, like a llama or something cool, something cool like that. <laughs> yeah, something the cool. Reddit, the Reddit podcast llama. Yeah, the Reddit podcast llama. Um, he can stay at your house during the the lockdown, uh, but then yeah, we, yeah, we can cool. share custody once this is all over. Okay, well, I think, like, you should have him after the lockdown. Or just for, so, for, for however I'll, long. <laughs> I'll have him during the lockdown. I think you probably can't buy them right now because of the lockdown. <laughs> but we'll work it out. We'll work it we'll out. We'll work it out. Um, but, yes, thank you, Little Blue and Blazosaurus, for writing those uh, reviews for us. Particularly, yeah. I love, love the ones where you... Review something terribly, but yep. also rate us five stars. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, a, a, a quick shout out now that we're right at the very end of the show, and most people have turned off the episode already. Um, I actually have a new podcast launching on Thursday. If you're listening to this the day it comes out, uh, there'll be more information about it next week. Uh, but I, I, I would love if everyone jumped over there next week and had a listen to it as well. But we'll tell you about that next week. Yep. Yep. Tune in. It's a great one. Um, all right. So that's it. Thanks for listening. And we will read you later.